Chapter 31 Songs by the Gopis One gopi said, My dear Krishna, Ever since you took your birth in this land of Brajabhumi, everything appears to be glorious. The land of Vrindavan has become glorious, and it is as if the goddess of fortune is personally always existing here. But it is only us who are very unhappy, because we are searching for you, but cannot see you with our greatest effort. Our life is completely dependent upon you. Therefore, we request that you again come to us. Another gopi said, My dear Krishna, you are the life and soul even of the lotus flower that grows on the water of lakes made transparent by the clear rains of autumn. Although the lotus flowers are so beautiful, without your glance they fade away. Similarly, without you we are also dying. Actually, we are neither your wives nor slaves. You never spent any money for us. Yet we are simply attracted by your glance. Now, if we die without receiving your glance, you'll be responsible for our deaths. Certainly the killing of women is a great sin. And if you do not come to see us and we die, you will suffer the reactions of sin. So please come to us. Do not think that one can be killed only by certain weapons. We are being killed by your absence. You should consider how you are responsible for killing women. We are always grateful to you because you have protected us many times. From the poisonous water of Yamuna, from the serpent Kaliya, from Bakasura from the anger of Indra and his torrents of rain, from forest fire and so many other incidents. You are the greatest and most powerful of all. It is wonderful for you to protect us from so many dangers, but we are surprised that you are neglecting us at this moment. Dear Krishna, dear friend, we know very well that you are not actually the son of Mother Yusoda or the cowherd man Nanda Maharaj. You are the Supreme Personality of Godhead and the Super Soul of all living entities. You have, out of your causeless mercy, appeared in this world, requested by Lord Brahma for the protection of the world. It is by your kindness only that you have appeared in the dynasty of Yadu, O oh, best in the dynasty of Yadu, if anyone afraid of this materialistic way of life takes shelter at your lotus feet, you never deny him protection. Your movements are sweet, and you are independent, touching the goddess of fortune with one hand, and in the other hand bearing a lotus flower. That is your extraordinary feature. Please, therefore, come before us, and bless us with the lotus flower in your hand. Dear Krishna, you are the killer of all the fears of the inhabitants of Vrindavan. You are the supremely powerful hero, 
and we know that you can kill the unnecessary pride of your devotee, as well as the pride of women like us, simply by your beautiful smile. We are simply your maidservants and slaves. Please, therefore, accept us by showing us your lotus-like beautiful face. Dear Krishna, Actually, we have become very lusty, having been touched by your lotus feet. Your lotus feet certainly kill all kinds of sinful activities of devotees who have taken shelter there. You are so kind that even the ordinary animals take shelter under your lotus feet. Your lotus feet are also the residence of the goddess of fortune, yet you dance on the head of the Kaliya serpent with them. Now we are requesting you to kindly place your lotus feet on our breasts and pacify our lusty desires to touch you. O oh Lord, your attractive eyes like the lotus are so nice and pleasing. Your sweet words are so fascinating that they please even the greatest scholars who also become attracted to you. We are also attracted by your speaking and by the beauty of your face and eyes. Please, therefore, satisfy us by your nectarian kisses. Dear Lord, words spoken by you or words describing your activities are full of nectar. And simply by speaking or hearing your words, one can be saved from the blazing fire of a material existence. Great demigods like Lord Brahma and Lord Shiva are always engaged in chanting the glories of your words. They do so to eradicate the sinful activities of all living entities in the material world. If one simply tries to hear your transcendental words, they can very quickly be elevated to the platform of pious activities. For the Vaishnavas, your words give transcendental pleasure and saintly persons who are engaged in distributing your transcendental message all over the world are first-class charitable persons. Dear Krishna, you are very cunning. You can imagine how much we are distressed simply by remembering your cunning smile, your pleasing glance, your walking with us in the forest of Vrindavan, and your auspicious meditations. Your talks with us in lonely places were heartwarming. Now we are all aggrieved to remember your behavior. Please save us. Dear Krishna, certainly you know how much we are saddened when you go out of Vrindavan village to tend the cows in the forest. How we are afflicted simply to think that your soft lotus feet are being pricked by the dry grass and the tiny stones in the forest. We are so attached to you that we always simply think of your lotus feet. O oh Krishna, when you return from the pasturing ground with the animals, we see your face covered by your curly hair and dusted by the hoof dust of the cows. We see your mildly smiling face and our desire to enjoy you increases. O oh dear Krishna, you are the supreme lover, and you always give shelter to surrendered souls. You fulfill everyone's desire, 
and your lotus feet are even worshipped by Lord Brahma, the creator of the universe, to whomever worships your lotus feet. You without a doubt always bestow your benedictions. So kindly be pleased with us and keep your lotus feet on our breasts and thus relieve our present distresses. Dear Krishna, we are seeking your kisses, which you offer even to your flute. The vibration of your flute enchants the whole world and our hearts also. Kindly, therefore, return and kiss us with your mouth of nectar. Thus ends the Bhaktivedanta purport of the 31st chapter of Krishna, Songs by the Gopis.